This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Now on Joy 94.9, this is The Glow Show with your host, Victoria Police LGBTI Liaison Officer, Gabrielle Tayak, Joy's own Will Lanting, with a range of Victoria Police staff and Joy volunteers coming together to inform and support our diverse LGBTI communities. Here is The Glow Show on Joy. Yes, welcome to the Glow Show. Join 94.9. You're with Will and Gabby on this lovely Monday evening again to listen to how the police do their thing. They just roll around, don't they? Just I roll feel around. like I'm always in here. You are always in here. I know. And you love it too. I do. I really, really do. do. I know. Now, who do we have in tonight? Well, you love talking about youth issues. I do. Working with young people and trying to improve that relationship between young people from our um, community. Which and is really police. important. It is very important. So we've yeah. got a youth specialist officer, leading senior constable Julie Prink from Werribee. That was loud. <laughs> that was loud. Julie, welcome to the Glow Show. Thanks for having me. And Standing ovation. Standing ovation. I wonder if the next one will get one. Uh, so he's a regular to the Glow Show and has been on recently. Uh, First Constable, James Downey. James. Downing. James. Oh, he, he <laughs> did, did it again. again. Oh, my It's God. becoming a habit. Hi, James. Hello, Gary. James. how are you? Hello, Will. How are you? I think Good. we should tell Will to leave. Well, why? Well, you called him the wrong name just, again. Oh, look, it's tattooed in my head. I don't know why. He asked you not to. <laughs> just uh, think James Bond. That's a good way of remembering. Yeah, oh, I can see the uh, the like already. Sim- yeah. Similar set of skills. <laughs> Absolute spitting image. <laughs> from what? From one of them. <laughs> and not James is also from, so from Werribee, and James is a – you work with a specialist tasking unit, is that right? Or the That's right. So we work unit? in the proactive policing unit, in particular at the youth tasking, so we deal with Youth. All kids. Kids yeah. stuff. Well, that's kids being you... scallywags. Naughty kids. Sometimes. Sometimes. Well, yes. You deal with the ones that are the scallywags. And, but they also deal with kids who are in trouble in a different way too, who, where it's not their fault as well. And they just need a bit of help. Need a bit of support. No, thank you guys. Thanks for coming in and, uh, yeah, being with us tonight and, uh, yeah, we're addressing some of these issues. Now, Julie, you're obviously you're with, with Werribee. Yes, I am. I'm based out of there. So when did you join the police force? Oh, about 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what made you become a police officer? Well, well, can I just interject here? Because um, I just found out talking to Julie before we started to go on air, um, we were in the same squad at, at the go. police academy. And me, having no memory whatsoever, could not remember that. <laughs> well, how many, how many would have been in your... Um Group we your- had about 27, I think, in our squad. Okay. Yeah, so it's good to know that I'm memorable. Yeah, no, it's, it's out of 27. It's, That's uh- actually not a bad thing. <laughs> but Julie knows why she w- I didn't remember her. 
because I was not the normal squad mate. I was a reappointee, which means I either left Victoria Police Mm -hmm. and after a period of time came back or I came from another um, policing agency around the country, which was what I did. I I was in New South Wales Police before joining Victoria Police. So you only needed half the training. Yeah, pretty much. And coming from New South Wales, you needed to be decorrupted probably. Oh, (laughs) don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't you watched Underbelly? Yes, I have. (laughs) Yeah, so I I only really did a little bit of my training with my squad and the rest was um, just sitting exams because I had a lot of the knowledge Mm. already from being a police officer. There you go. So, but so I'm yeah, glad but to know that we were in the same squad and yay. We graduated together. Well, no. no. no I, I, did you graduate earlier? Yeah, I did. Huh. So I was I'm glad I was memorable. I was there. <laughs> what a wonderful journey down memory lane we're having right here now. We're supposed to be talking about Werribee and kids oh, and now we're talking about college. Yeah. Police college. Well, it's interesting. It gives people a bit of insight into what happens and what we don't remember. True. <laughs> I tend to wonder why you don't remember it. That's what worries me. Uh, now, so you went to school, to college. With, I did. With uh, Miss Gabby here. So after you graduated and uh, were appropriately forgotten about, um, where did you move? Where did you go from there? Oh, I've done most of my policing has been frontline, so mm-hmm. out on the van. Um, I did some country policing for a few years up at uh, Robinvale. I was there for three years and then back back. In the in the city again, out at Werribee. Out at Werribee, mm. Mm, metro area. So what's obviously now you're in tonight because we need to talk about the youth. Yes. So you uh, is that obviously your only role or your main role that you are doing at Werribee? My only role. Okay. Um, I am a youth specialist officer. Um, it's a new initiative that Victoria Police have introduced, say mid last year, mm-hmm. um, specifically targeting um, children or youth who are committing high harm offences and trying to work out and work with them to try and get them not to commit any offences or, you know, any issues that they have, any help that they have that they need um, to put them in contact with different agencies and stuff like that. Okay. So, Julia, you mentioned high harm offences. What does that mean? Um, So a lot of uh, the street offences, the robberies, um, assaults, um, carjackings, home invasions, things like that. Oh, so things that com- cause harm to the cause public. Cause harm to, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Things that are in the media a lot recently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, carjackings. I mean, that's just comes to my mind. I mean, really, is that a problem? I mean, when I think of carjackings, you know, I'm thinking American, American TV yeah. and it's more of an American, but is it really a problem here? Do we? Is that a real thing? Does that happen? It is. It is. Okay. I mean, when you can't go and fill up a car at the petrol station mm. um, without thinking that someone may steal your car from you, um, yeah, it is an issue because it happens quite often, unfortunately. Wow. that's a, that's. So what are some of the other sort of hot areas of problems that you're having with the youth at the moment? What are some of the things? A lot of ours stem from um, drug and alcohol um, issues that the, that the kids have and as a result, you know, whether it may be family violence, whether it be with their peers going out and committing offences when they're under the influence, um, whether it is a status thing for them um, in the groups that they hang around with, there's some of the issues that we're finding. No, interesting. You're on the Glow Show, join 94.9. We're uh, talking with uh, Julian Jason from uh, Werribee. I did it again. We're talking with I'll, <laughs> James I'll, and Julie. I'll change my name by deep. It'll save you the trouble. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This has never happened before, Will. No, I know. He started it. 
He did. He put it in his He's mind. put it in my he head. Oh. It, yeah, he was going to do a mistake. Before we, we, before we came on air, he said, please don't call me this. All my friends were giving me a hard time. We're going to get him a new badge for work, oh. I think. <laughs> I'll work on it. Now, we're, um, <laughs> we are talking uh, with uh, Julie um, about some of the youth issues that are happening out at Werribee, and we were just talking about carjackings. And, and now, now the problem that you mentioned, Julie, was drugs and alcohol. Is this a problem that's on the increase, or are we winning the war with that with the kids? I don't know whether it is on the increase. I think the type of drugs um, that people are taking is having a lot more of an effect on them as such. Um, a lot of the ice is a lot, you know, a lot more prevalent um, around society. A lot of kids are using it a little bit earlier um, and it does have an effect on the type of behaviour that they display. Certainly drugs is, de- and I'm looking, I know nothing about drugs, I'm glad to say that. Host of the Glow Show, got to know nothing about glow- drugs, but <laughs> um, but the, what I do know, obviously we grow up and uh, no matter what community we're involved in, you know, we're obviously confronted with alcohol and marijuana is a, a teenage thing, but drugs is, is getting worse and worse. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, and certainly yeah. ice is a real nasty, nasty substance. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there's other things out there that are really nasty that are that's becoming a problem? I you? mean, look, you know, being a, a teenager myself, um, you're not adverse to trying something, mm. um, especially if you're in a group of friends and the peer pressure. Um, the issue is that the types of drugs that are getting around are a lot more potent um, a lot more chemicals are in it, um, even the cannabis, because it, a lot of it is grown um, hydroponically. There's yeah. a lot more chemicals that go into it, so it's going to have a more of an effect. So when a, a, a child drinks too much alcohol, obviously that can have a, a long-term effect. What a lot of people don't realise, and I think that kids need to talk about with each other, is when they take something like an ice drug mm-hmm. or um, something of that potency, mm-hmm. the damage can be instant. Absolutely. But even um, marijuana, um, over a period of time, there's a lot of people that um, suffer with drug-induced psychosis. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people think that marijuana is a natural drug. You know, natural drug doesn't have any effect on you. Where We see these, you know, youth getting into young adulthood who, you know, have that paranoia, the psychosis, um, because of using long-term. No, yeah, look, it's it's a horrible little subject to talk about, but look, I think that's something that everybody out there needs to talk among their mates about mm-hmm. and, you know, make them realise, you know, this is really, really nasty, nasty stuff. And as much as the temptation might be there or the opportunity might be there it's really something you, you've got to not you know start with yeah i'm assuming that as young people they're telling each other that it's not harmful um but all you've got to do is talk to any emergency services or any kind of um service providers who respond to pe- youth or people in trouble mm-hmm. or in need yep. and they will tell you there is absolutely a link between the use of a lot of these drugs and mental health. Um, and yep. like you said, Very the drug-induced psychosis, it does exist and we're dealing with it. So you can't deny that there is a link there and, and mm-hmm. these drugs are dangerous. Mm. James, what do you see out on the street with uh, 
with youth? You, well, you what's some of the problems that you see? Yeah, well, similar problems to Julie. I was just going to add, a lot of these kids will, you know, say, oh, I trust the person I'm getting the drugs from. But what they don't realise is the drugs have probably passed through many people's hands. They've probably been made in some backyard shed laced with all kinds of chemicals that are not for humans um, and having different types of drugs every time. They might be thinking they're taking the same drug, but in fact, they're different drugs every time because they're laced with different things. So, uh, and with ice, it's highly addictive and with some a lot of people one try and you're hooked and it's very hard to get off it's uh and the behavior is obviously displayed by having ice is is quite scary it's a little bit different to heroin but uh heroin you know you become a bit more sleepy and docile whereas the ice you're you're really up and about and it's quite scary seeing someone Mm. have an ice induced psychosis episode psychotic episode um but yeah we're yeah seeing the similar kind of things with julie um so it's about getting them early and getting them the help that they need when they're still young and they can be helped. Um, Not to say you can't get help as you're older, but trying to uh, disrupt that behaviour early on in the piece so that they can uh, potentially maybe not get a criminal record if they're still under 18 and can still have a a good life after getting jobs and going travelling, things like that, things that make it harder if you have a criminal record. Certainly something to talk among your mates about. A very serious issue um, can be a bit of a tough discussion to have among your friends. We've got uh, James and Julie from uh, Werribee Police Central Station. Police station. Police station. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we get back, I actually want to talk a little bit more about uh, gangs and also youth in cars and also where they can get help and so on and so forth. So you're listening to The Glow Show with uh, Will and Gabby on Joy 94.9. You're listening to The Glow Show on Joy. Back soon. Your community is our business. Joy 94.9. Welcome back. This is The Glow Show on Joy. show will and gabby join 94.9 and we've been talking to julie and james from werribee police station you had to get it right didn't you i did i made me second guess myself um, we've been talking about some of the risks for young people using drugs and alcohol and, and some of the effects that can have on them now james you're with the uh tasking unit the youth tasking unit in werribee how is that different to the work julie's doing so it's part of the youth tasking unit we work primarily uh, with people with kids up to the age of 18 living in out of um, government housing or DHS care so as Will uh, spoke about earlier we have a lot of kids you know obviously doing offending but it's important to understand why they're doing it and a lot of these kids might have experienced trauma as a young child or family breakup so you have to understand you know if you grew up in a good family and you had friends at school and you stayed in the same school and you had family support around you, a lot of these kids didn't have that upbringing. They might have gone to 10 schools over a couple of years. They might have lived in and out of different foster care homes. So every person they've ever trusted or built a bond with has been cut and they've been moved on. So understandably, they have some trust issues and they're very high risk in terms of being vulnerable, um, which can lead them down the path of doing unsociable behaviour. So we look after the ones in DHS care and... We'll process them if they're committing offences, but also try to to redirect them into getting the appropriate referral services to get them help that they need. Now, guys, uh, we see a lot on the news with youth and the offending that's going on in the greater Melbourne community. I I imagine Werribee's not immune to gang problems. Uh, How prevalent is gang issues in Werribee? Is it a big problem? 
certainly in your region? I wouldn't say a problem. I mean, what, you know, we need to... What is a gang? I mean, yep. is it a group of kids hanging around together on a Friday night yeah. because they're the same age, they've got the same interests, they're socialising? Um, I know in the media it's been portrayed a lot, um, you know, the types of gangs that are getting around. I don't think... Um, Clearly, gangs are gangs. It's well, that's it. The media will put a label yeah, on absolutely. a type of absolutely. gang. Absolutely. I mean, gangs... Be. I mean, were you in a gang when you were a teenager hanging around with all your mates? Oh, probably, um, yeah. Um, you know, same. You know, yeah. it's your cohort. It's your posse. Yeah. It's your friends. You know, they're, they're, your, they're the ones that you hang around with. So... To, to classify it as a gang, um, you know, the... There's many levels is what you're trying to say. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So there's your innocent not little all kids just hanging around and, yeah, they just happen to hang around at the yeah. bar. and regardless um, of what... One thing might lead to another and a little bit of trouble happens. That's but right. You, there's more organised ones as well too, which are probably organised on social media and they can go out and directly cause trouble. Absolutely. So, and, yeah. and, the, the, and the thing with social media is that it's instant. Mm. Um, you know, you can go on social media and you can get a group together in, you know, minutes, um, which couldn't have happened, you know, 15, 20 years ago. No. Um, so that, that's the issue that we're facing as well. And because of the issues that are across the whole country, I suppose, we're dealing with, and, and we always have been dealing with young people who uh, go off the rails and for various reasons, but you're, you've just started a pilot project in Werribee to try to um, prevent and, and put people on the right path. Yes, yeah, so what's, uh, there's a pilot project that's um, happening out in um, our area, so it'll be Wyndham, Hobson's Bay and Maribyrnong. Um, it's called the Embedded Youth Outreach Project, which is um, a project that um, a social worker works with a police officer every afternoon, um, seven days a week, and they mainly um, look at youth that have come into police contact, whether it be as offenders, as victims, um, you know, um, present during family violence, and that youth worker is there to go and speak to these children, or these you know, the youth, and they can put referrals in there and then. So they're not waiting, you know, four weeks, six weeks to go and see someone. Um, they are referred straight away, and they can speak to someone there and then. That's something we often don't think about. That when we do referrals, that they're not immediate. No, most that's of right. The time, so and you need to get you need to get that person there and then because. You know, youth being youth, if it happens in three days' time, it's already past their interest level and they've already forgotten about it and why hasn't it happened? It needs to be instant. Mm-hmm. And uh, just on top of that, the good thing about that is they're not associated with police, so they're very independent of police. They'll have, they have a private conversation with the young person. Quite often the young person sees the police uniform as a, as a barrier or something they don't want to open up about, so it breaks down those barriers and allows them to talk to the youth worker and get to the crux of the issue, which is good. Interesting stuff. You're on Joy 94.9 with Will and Gabby. We have James and Julie from Werribee here tonight talking a little bit of some of, some of the youth issues and some of the pilot projects that they are working on. Um, Julie and James, I don't know who probably would be best to address this one, but uh, youth and issues out there, the road is always something that I see, uh, something I was probably guilty of when I was a young kid. Uh, Probably in the scheme of what we've been discussing, it's probably more at the minor end, but kids being a problem on the roads nowadays with drink driving and being reckless and being hooligans so to speak is you find that a problem i don't think that's so much flagging for us really um i think it's just the general public that are on the roads being hooligans to be honest with you um no not so much 
And, that, and that's a positive story because mm. obviously, you know, we have a lot of campaigns on the television about safe driving and, you know, kids being kids, yeah. they'll, they'll always want to push the, the limits. Yeah. And, and it's really good, you know, um, vindication that the message is getting out there on the roads uh, for the for the youth and where, where it all starts. Now, if... Um, so you were mentioning before about some of the support services and mm-hmm. obviously they're support services for children or kids who have been involved or have done crime. Um, you obviously have some... This has to be a, a double-edged sword where you have support for people who are victims of crime. Is that, yes. Is that the case? Yes, yes. So that's that Embedded Youth Outreach Program. Mm-hmm. Um, they, The social worker will go... The youth worker, sorry, will go out and speak to the youth that, you know, have been victims, um, that they're suffering their own trauma. Um, they don't have to be offenders all the time. Um, so they will go out and speak to them and they can refer them as well. Are you finding that you're having success from this pilot already? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, because it is a lot more instant, um, these kids, youth, are getting that assistance that they need. Yeah. So if just for example, if you've got a, a young person who's been involved in crime and being spoken to by police regularly, um, being involved in this pilot, are they? Are you finding that they're not coming into contact with police as often? I would think so. Um, we still need to um, obviously have a look at over a long term um, just what effect it is having on, on the youth that do come into contact with us. But generally speaking, um, a lot of the times they may just need that one referral to get them you know, some sort of help or point them in the right direction of where they can get that, whether it be themselves or their family members as well. And are you having good experiences with young people as well as the bad? Because we're often so focused on police speaking to young people who have got themselves into a crisis or in trouble with the law. Have you got any stories that you can tell us where you've had a positive effect on a young person where they've stopped offending or they have good engagement with police now? Um, With my role um, as a youth specialist officer, so we work with primarily um, the youth that are going through like the court system and, and, and things like that. Um, so there's three of us in Werribee that are youth specialist officers. Um, we have, oh, out of you know the eight or ten that we manage um, each, I'd say we've got at least three or four that we don't need to um, speak to or go and see anymore because they have stopped their offending. Whether that be they're you know re-engaged with school, um, they've got some you know work, um, they're getting some counselling. Um, other referral services so they're not out there committing the crime which is what put them you know in our um, radar to start with what message would you give to young kids who would have um, witness to a, a friend uh, getting involved or being involved in a crime not knowing what to do you know not knowing that it's the right thing to actually go and maybe discuss yep you know, what's some of the things to expect or what's your opinion on that? Um, there's a lot of things online that, you know, you can look up. Um, there's a lot of services around um, the areas that you can get some advice from, whether it be like, you know, giving Lifeline a call yep. just to get some advice from them. Um, there's the, um, I'm not too sure what the Kids Lifeline um, um, is, but there's, there's a specific um, 
a phone line that you can ring for, for youth. Um, yeah, certainly Lifeline would definitely be able to pass you on. To yeah, them. absolutely. Yeah, and direct it further. Um, there's the Youth Support and Advocacy Service that works out of um, Wyndham um, YSAS who have heaps and heaps of services, whether it be counsellors, um, you know, careers, counsellors, helping with resumes, employment, everything like that, that they can tap into as well. Were you yeah. talking about Kids Helpline? That's the one. And yep. also Wyndham Youth Services have um, the Q group for yes. LGBTI young people, but also groups for other young people who, who don't identify as LGBTI. Mm-hmm. So there's a huge amount of services. If young people knew that they existed, they would be able to have access to it. So this is a good way for them to learn what's mm-hmm. out there so that they can get assistance. And it's great to hopefully get some young people who are starting to turn the wrong way to bring them back on the right path before they fall off the wagon. That's a lot of metaphors. Exactly. And uh, look, one of the one of the things I always keep mentioning is that, you know, you need to talk among the issues among yourselves. Talk about it with your mates, you yep. know, uh, sound your mates out if they're getting involved in drugs, you know, talk about how uh, lethal they are, mm. how destructive they are. Uh, if they're driving like an idiot on the road, how destructive it can be to them, but more importantly to others as well. You know, I think that's, the first initial thing is to engage among your friends. Talk talk the issues among yourselves. And if you can't go, you know, get any results with them, you know, go to the police, get some advice. Or but not just, not even the police. Um, you know, there's yeah. a trusted adult or, you know, an older brother, older sister, anyone, careers counsellor yeah. um, at school, talk, anyone, talk teacher. Talk about the issues. Teacher, Absolutely. Teacher's a great thing. Yep. Look, life's full of challenges. You don't want to turn away and uh, let things evolve and get nasty and worse. Guys, thanks for coming in again. Thanks for having us. Thank you. James. <laughs> Oh, getting, I'm well, getting it right. I'm getting it right. He's giving you the look. <laughs> we'll uh, definitely be having you back again, as usual. Um, great you. to see you again tonight. Hey, Julie, it's been lovely having you in tonight. Thank you. And uh, we hope to see you again soon. Be great. Gabby, it is another Monday night done. Another one. You uh, you stay safe out there. And, uh, you too. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll be back next week. And uh, thanks very much, everybody. You've been listening to The Glow Show, Joy 94.9. That's it from us today. Thanks for listening to another Glow Show on Joy. Tonight's episode has just been loaded to the Joy website and our podcast feed on iTunes. So if you missed anything important, you can hear it again now. Please support the volunteers who make the Glow Show happen by subscribing to our podcast and sharing them with your friends on social media. The Glow Show is produced by Will Lansing and Gabrielle Tyak and edited weekly by me, Jason Gibbs. See you next time on Joy. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.